with Matt. And today we're going to talk about starting over in life. Is this an obstacle or an opportunity? Here we go. Good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for jumping on with me. Matt Koenig here, your value-driven coach, and today we're going to dig into some awesome scriptures with live Bible study with Matt. First things first, if you're not already subscribed, would you please subscribe to youtube.com forward slash Jesus Way. That's youtube.com forward slash Jesus Way. Uh, that way you can stay up to date on uh, different things going on uh, as new messages come out things like that. I uh, also want to make sure you know, look, if you need prayer, feel free to drop an email to matt at besaltandlight.church. And uh, actually, we're going to be kicking off an amazing house church experience here coming up. And we would love to invite you to be part of that. And so, some folks have asked, like, what, what does that mean? Well, this is not uh, something that is replacement for your local gathering if you go. But, um, but for some people, my wife and I realized, some people just... Uh, they're not at a point where they're ready to walk in the doors of a church. Maybe they just feel like that experience, they've been hurt in the past, things like that, just isn't something they're willing yet to do. So what we're looking to do is, well, follow what Jesus said in making disciples, but also in being disciple makers. So each week we're going to have little online teaching experiences, and we're going to help people get those started in their own homes. Now, you don't have to be able to teach the Bible to host a house church. Uh, we'll provide that stuff online. We'll provide this stuff to guide you through questions so you can wrestle and talk about it with your house church. But the idea behind it is similar to a small group uh, type of experience where it's a safe environment to get together, invite people over to your house, share a meal together, listen to a very short breakdown of Bible teaching, like what we do in these live Bible studies, and then uh, give you a couple questions to really have some dialogue and dig deeper into the word together. So that'll be launching soon. If you want to learn more about that, head over to besaltandlight.church, drop your email in there. We'll make sure to add you to the list. Okay. I think that's all the stuff that I want to get through there uh, today. I want to share with you that these Bible studies, uh, it's not really a sermon uh, as much as it is uh, stuff that I've wrestled with in the Bible, and now I'm going to study it out loud with you. Uh, my whole goal with this is to create conversation, not condemnation. Uh, so my goal is for you to be able to, to hear a perspective that maybe you haven't considered, or maybe something that you just needed to hear. And uh, my goal is always to get you to want to go wrestle with the word yourself and get into the Bible yourself. So my hope is that that will happen today as well. So uh, I want to dig into a couple things here and I made myself some notes because I wanted to, well, I wanted to make sure that I uh, do justice for you guys in sharing my Bible study. So I'm going to take uh, some of these things off the screen and get them out of the way here. Uh, so you don't have logos all over the place and stuff like that. So you know where to subscribe on YouTube. Yeehaw. Uh, and I am just going to, uh, boom, leave my name and email on the screen. That way, uh, if you, you know, need prayer, things like that, you know who you're sending a message to. And uh, my wife and I will add you to our daily prayers. Uh, if you're watching this anywhere but my Facebook page, I can't see your comments. Uh, I do this through Restream um, using Ecamm Live, and uh, I can only see your comments 
if you post them uh, from watching on the uh, uh, facebook.com forward slash one moment away, the Jesus Way page on Facebook. So if you're, if you're posting them there, I'll see them and I'll happily answer them as I read through this. But without further ado, let's dig into today's Bible study. Um, so uh, I, I wrote this down because I was having a good conversation with my friend Andy Buck yesterday. And then the scriptures that I was reading through this morning just really brought this to light even further. But we were talking about the experience of starting over. And um, starting over can be really frightening for a lot of us. Um, <clears throat> the COVID-19 pandemic, when that hit, it, it closed the business that I had crushed it. Um, I had a conference business that I was building with my best friend and spent four years uh, focusing on nothing but this and building it up. And uh, overnight, it was done. It was crushed. It was gone. Uh, and it was uh, literally my sole source of income. It was pretty, pretty horrific, if I'm telling the truth. And um, I share that with you because I know a lot of people right now are starting over in life, right? COVID has, has caused people to lose jobs, uh, you know, they've, they've had to begin a career again, uh, and that can be really scary. Uh, and many people are still trying to figure out, you know, what it means to start over. And today I want to talk about, though, how we view starting over, because we can view it as an obstacle or an opportunity. And the Bible has a lot to say about starting over and starting a new life. We're not the first people to experience that. So today I'm going to dig into a couple things with you, uh, scripture-wise. <clears throat> so I'm going to pull up some stuff here, and uh, I'm going to share my screen with you as always. And we are going to take a look. I'm reading from the message today because I think it's beautiful how Eugene Peterson paraphrased this. Um, but what I just did realize also is that... Uh, this puts my name and email like right over my face, which looks really wonky. So I'm going to move those over real quick. Uh, that way it doesn't do that. And then we're going to read these Bible verses. So um, let's take a look here. And we're going to start in 1 Peter chapter 1. We're going to start with verse 1. We're going to read through verse 5. So here we go. It says, I, Peter, am an apostle on assignment by Jesus the Messiah, writing to exiles scattered to the four winds. Not one is missing not one is forgotten. God the Father has his eye on each of you and has determined by the work of the Spirit to keep you obedient through the sacrifice of Jesus. May everything good from God be yours. Let's let's touch on a couple of things he said there. First, he says, and by the way, the squeaking in the background is our dog potty playing with her dinosaur. She's so cute. Um, first thing, just notice what he says. He says that he's on assignment and he's writing to the exiles scattered. So here are people who were scattered all over because, uh, I mean, Christians were being persecuted, right? So he's writing to people that are forced into a new, like they've chosen to follow Jesus. They've, they've made this choice to follow him, but now they're, they're forced into a, a, another part of their life that they didn't hope for. Uh, and it's pretty scary for them, right? People are being persecuted. They were being killed. Those are, those are just frightening things to even imagine, right? So Peter starts by saying, letting us know like who he's writing to, right? Or as we read this, we learn who he's writing to. And, and there are people that are exiled, that are scattered all over the place. <clears throat> and he says something really awesome here. He says, not one is missing. Not one is forgotten. God the Father has his eye on you. And I want to start this morning because I want to encourage you guys with this. God sees you. No matter how tough things are right now, God hasn't forgotten about you. And I know that we have all had those moments where we feel just 
uh, frightened about what's going on. But to know that God has got his eye on us, and that's a big deal. As a matter of fact, let's keep going. Uh, verse 3 picks up and says this, What a God we have, and how fortunate we are to have him. This father of our master Jesus, because Jesus was raised from the dead, we have been given a brand new life and have everything to live for, including a future in heaven. And the future starts now. God is keeping careful watch over us and the future. The day is coming when you'll have it all, a life healed and whole. Let me just touch on that, okay? When he says, he goes through how fortunate we are to have him, he's reminding them, just like we need to be reminded, like Jesus, his birth, death, and resurrection is about more than just suffering through this life to get to heaven. It's about more than that. What, what we're seeing here, what, what Peter's talking about, what we should just hold on to is, is it says, listen, because he was raised from the dead, we're given a brand new life, brand new life. Let me say that again, a brand new life and have everything to live for. See, Jesus didn't just die so that we could go somewhere else when we die. His birth, death, and resurrection is so that we can start living a full life right now. Speaking of full life, if you think, well, well, maybe Matt's not really reading that right, let's take a look at what Jesus said in his own words in John 10.10. 10, a thief is only there to steal, kill, and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life. Listen, real and eternal, which means this one and the one in the age to come. And it says, Jesus' words, he says this, more and better than they ever dreamed of. So Jesus came to give us life, not to just save us from death. Now, how does this tie into starting over? Well, I made a couple notes here and I'm just going to read them to you. You might be afraid of starting over right now. I know that I struggled with it a lot uh, throughout the past year, to be honest. Maybe it's not a new career. Maybe it's a new relationship. Maybe you lost your home and now you're starting over in something smaller and different and a whole new place and it's crazy and scary. But I want to encourage you by saying this, okay? And I wrote this down because I didn't want to say this wrong. I wrote this down for me and you. I want to encourage you by saying, while it may seem too big for you, this, this challenge you're going through, this new life that you're starting to experience, while it may feel too big for you, Nothing is too big for God to overcome. Jesus says that if you have the tiniest amount of faith, the faith of a mustard seed, it can move a mountain. So I want to challenge all of us to look at our situation, not as an obstacle, but as an opportunity. Not as an obstacle, but as an opportunity. An opportunity for God to show us a new life that he's been preparing since the beginning. A new life he's been preparing for us since the beginning. He knew what we would go through and he knew he had a plan to help us get through it. See, the thing is, what's too big for us isn't too big for God. And God's Holy Spirit is in you and me when we decide to follow Jesus. We're, we're walking with God. See, God could always handle it. But when we aren't walking with him, we're trying to handle it alone. And frankly, sometimes it, it is too big for you and me on our own. But it's not too big with God. Here's the deal you've got life experience. You've learned so much through your life. Plus God has given you gifts and talents to use in your life. And maybe some of us 
just didn't realize, like, if you think about it, there are people my age in their mid forties who feel stuck. They've been in a job for 30 years or 20 years. And they're like, Oh, I can't make a change. Cause I have, you know, I got to start over this. I got to start over that. So many people say, man, I wish I would have, but perhaps all of this change and the starting over is that opportunity that a lot of people really wanted, but were a little too afraid to take. Maybe this is a chance to use the gifts and talents that God has given us to do something new in this life. Here's the thing. We have an opportunity to also see God's faithfulness in our life when we're walking with him. He promises to give us what we need. And in these new scary situations, we have opportunity to trust God, to lean into his promises and open ourselves up to new experiences and new relationships with people. Here's the other thing. We have an amazing opportunity to walk with others who are also in this space. It's easy when things are going to good to get going good to get in our bubble and to be uh, really self-focused. It, it can be very easy to do that. But right now, as we go through challenging times, we're seeing, you see it on social media, you hear it in conversations, but we learn that we're a lot less alone than we think. Not only do we have God with us, but we have other people, God's children, other human beings walking through this too. So we have an opportunity to, those of us who say we're following Jesus, we have an opportunity also right now, right here to go, oh, the most important command, love God with all you got. And the second one, Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. We've got an opportunity to, to really come alongside one another, build each other up, strengthen each other. If nothing else, hold hands and walk together. That's an opportunity that we have to actually love our neighbors as ourselves. So here's the deal. I want to try and I want to challenge you guys, no matter what you're going through, no matter where you're at, remember those words that Jesus shared in John 10, 10, a thief comes to kill and destroy, right? All the fear, all the shame, all the feelings of failure, all that's from the enemy. That's all from the devil. None of that is from God. Okay. A thief comes to bring that shame, that destruction, the death of your spirit. That's from the, the, the guy, you know, the guy that thought he could take God and got whooped. That's that guy. But Jesus says this. I came so they may have life and have it in abundance. That's the CSB's wording of it. Jesus came so not so that we would just be saved from death and have eternity. He came to give us life now so that we could live in this life on this planet and know that we've got God's Holy Spirit in us, which means we have opportunity every day, every moment, every time we wake up, we've got opportunity. Here's the deal. Jesus laid down his life to wipe away our sins and to pay the price so that we don't have to wait to heaven to be happy. But so we can live a full life right now, today, and so that we can help other people know that he did it for them too. Now, the verses I dug in today, if you want them again, just so you can dig deeper into Bible study and read all of the text in context, John 10, 10 is the one talking about a thief coming to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus coming to give us life eternally in 1 Peter uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. Look, I've, I say this, uh, I'm trying to make a habit of saying this because sometimes people, you know, they, they'll um, hear somebody uh, studying scriptures or teaching the scriptures and go, well, I don't, I don't see it that way or I don't. 
The purpose of this is not to make you think what I think. The purpose of these is to share what I've been wrestling with and hopefully cause you to wrestle with your Bible. It's funny, most of the negative comments that I see on social media are from uh, folks who um, like to play pick a verse and, and don't actually study this stuff themselves. I want to challenge you to study your scriptures, not to agree with me, but to study the scriptures and pray and ask God what the scriptures should be teaching you, right? The purpose of reading the Bible isn't just uh, to make us feel good about how we already feel. The purpose of reading the Bible and studying the stories of the lives that these people have gone through and the things that Jesus did and the things that God is doing, the purpose of that is to shift and change our life, to help us make a paradigm shift in our life, not to try and validate and justify the way that we already feel. That'd be silly, wouldn't it? You don't need to read a book if you already feel that way. Kind of be a waste of time. So think of the Bible as an opportunity to learn what God's done and what God's doing in this world. If you don't know Jesus, here's the deal. I'm going to just keep it easy. When you were still his enemy, when you didn't know God, when you didn't want God, Jesus died for you. Whether you wanted it or not, he did because he loves you. And he paid the price so that you wouldn't have to. Now knowing that, shouldn't you get to know the guy that did that? Shouldn't you get to know why he did that for you? Shouldn't you get to know and fully experience everything that comes along with what he did? You shouldn't want to get to know God because you're afraid of hell. You shouldn't want to get to know God because you think if you don't, you're going to hell. Those are pretty selfish reasons. Uh, frankly, it seems pretty silly to me. To me, there's this God who loves us so much that in spite of ourselves, Jesus still did it. He paid the price. He got the job done because there's no way you or I could on our own. Now that he's done it, let's get to know why and everything else that he did for us so we can truly experience life to the fullest. If you want to go more in depth on that, go watch yesterday's Bible study because I dug into that yesterday. Uh, listen, I want to throw one more reminder. If you need some prayer, you can go. Uh, this is backwards on the screen there and uh, you can um, drop an email there or you can just head to besaltandlight.church. There's a spot to put any prayer requests you have and there's a spot right there to be notified of our upcoming house church stuff that we're doing. Like I said, it's like a small group that, that kicks off online. It's an opportunity for you to just invite friends over who don't want to go to, aren't yet ready, uh, don't want to go in the church building. They say, look, I would sit around and wrestle with Bible stuff and study that and dig in with you. Good opportunity to have some community, share a meal with people, uh, even do some worship on your own in the home, and then dig into a little bit of this kind of Bible study once a week. So that's going to be kicking off soon, and we'll be letting you know when. So go to besaltandlight.church, get on the list. Mommy, our dog is crying, so that's kind of my cue. Let me just uh, wrap this up in prayer with you guys. God, thanks for this opportunity to study your word. Thank you for the folks that tune in and watch it, whether they're watching live or later. Lord, I just pray a blessing over their lives, and I pray that you would encourage us and challenge us all to look at the life you've given us, not as obstacles to overcome, but as an opportunity to lean into you and to grow closer as we walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you. Love you all. See you on the next one.